0: Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan.
1: I'm your other co-host, Lynn. And
0: we are back for episode 26. Yay! Yay! Our third week in a row uploading consistently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go us.
0: Go us. Go consistency.
1: I want a gold star. Can yeah. you go out and get me a trophy? I never, I never got a trophy as a child.
0: You never got trophies as a kid.
1: No. I mean, I, a I hated sports. <laughs> B I was not particularly great in school.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I'll go. I'll go to the dollar store. I'll get you a little trophy and I'll like put in Sharpie on it. Best podcast co-host.
1: Yay! And then
0: I'll get you a little like packet of gold star stickers
1: and just write you did it on all of them. <laughs> that's exciting
0: is that good is that good enough for you
1: that'll make up for my lost childhood <laughs> memories
0: <laughs> all those all those repressed childhood memories solved with <laughs> repressed with, with, re- <laughs> repressed i was
1: so depressed as a child for not receiving a trophy
0: that you just repressed all of the bad memories
1: oh my goodness
0: so cool i'm glad i can be of assistance in that realm <laughs> but uh but we are back again this week with another set of stories Uh, Just a little note, thank you to everybody who has been listening over the past few weeks because these past two weeks have literally been the biggest weeks for our show ever, Mm -hmm. I I think. We've had so many...
1: I think this week alone we got like almost 100 listens.
0: Over 100.
1: Is it over 100? I think it was
0: over 100, yeah. Wow. Within the past like two weeks or so, closer to like... Closer to like 150 over the past few weeks.
1: That's crazy. Yeah,
0: it's really nuts. So thank you again to everybody who's been checking out the show and you know, been sharing and telling your friends about it. We really do appreciate it. Uh, this whole thing relies a lot on word of mouth we can only use our personal facebook pages and twitter pages to to spam the show so much so
1: and i'm sure our family is getting tired of especially with facebook i don't follow any of my family on twitter but yeah you know what i mean yeah my twitter friends are like yo kid i get it and i'm like i know
0: yeah i still get a lot of family and friends being like what what is this thing so but to those of you who have stuck around and have kept listening and told your friends about it we really do appreciate it and thank you very much and we hope to continue the quality of episodes that we've been putting out recently Uh, until, you know, until the end of time at this point, you know, we don't want to see this train stop. So, so we're going to keep on rolling. So, uh, I think, I think we've done enough talking about other stuff. So let's, uh, let's get right into today's, uh, today's show. So, what we're gonna do first, if you haven't listened to the show before, uh, Lynn is gonna go on the subreddit on Reddit called Not the Onion, which has a bunch of headlines that you would think would be fake and would show up on the Onion, but they're actually real. And we're gonna go through them, pick a few that we like, and then pick one to tell the story behind. So, Lynn, what do you got for us this week?
1: BC man arrested after inflatable sex toy sent into Vancouver airspace. Huh. <laughs> British Columbian man. Uh huh. Was arrested. Uh huh. After inflatable sex toys sent into Vancouver airspace.
0: Okay, Vancouver airspace. Uh, I I got a little confused with your wording there for a second. That I
1: was, said it very awkwardly.
0: It was. It's okay.
1: Welcome to my life.
0: <laughs> I should be used to it now. We've been together almost four years. Yeah, really, dude. Yeah, but uh, huh. Interesting. Inflatable sex toy.
1: Inflatable. So like.
0: So like a, a blow up doll, basically. That's
1: what I'm thinking. Unless if like he's like that weird twenty year old that has sex with like twenty different inflatable pool toys oh yeah that was remember a, that guy from tlc yeah
0: that was on tlc yeah man yeah that was weird
1: i remember i think his favorite was like a whale yes it
0: was a whale yeah so hmm but like was this like a normal size sex toy or was this like one of those like 20 foot like king kong ones you see on top of like a car dealership
1: are those sex toys
0: well no but the th- <laughs> my thing is like how does something that small get that high up into like airspace that it's like causing problems that's that's what's confusing. what is it
1: filled with helium why why would they fill it with helium
0: that's a good question i don't know
1: well i guess i guess i mean if i'm a dude in british columbia what is there to do in bc i mean i don't know exactly so if i'm a dude and i'm like oh man if i got if i got this blow up sex toy and leftover helium for my daughter's birthday let's see how far this baby gets into space
0: i like that you insinuated the fact that this man had a daughter
1: <laughs> he's, has he's leftover over helium
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow okay. well, I mean,
1: what else is there why why else would he have helium Just i hanging mean out?
0: i mean you know if it were if i were you know if i were a young man and had access to a helium tank i'd probably keep one around you never know what you need it for
1: okay evan you are young so if i go get you a helium tank you're mm. just gonna keep it
0: i'm just gonna just inhale helium and just walk around like okay, a chipmunk all don't, day don't do that why
1: I don't think it's good for you. I'm pretty sure like, if you inhale too much helium, it's not good for you.
0: Oh, pooey. All that stuff is... Uh... Oh, pooey? Yeah, all that stuff oh, is... Oh, pooey. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It's an old wives' tale.
1: The fact that you said, oh, pooey.
0: <laughs> I'm a 75-year-old man trapped in a 24-year-old's body. Apparently. <laughs> all right. What do you got next?
1: Japan has a ninja shortage.
0: Huh? <laughs> Japan has a ninja shortage. Ninja shortage. Or ninja shortage. One of ninja the two. Ninja shortage. Shortage. Did I say shortage? No, I said shortage because Good I job. couldn't say shortage.
1: Good job. But,
0: like, you're not supposed to know that there's ninjas, right? Ninjas are ninjas
1: just... Ninjas is, like, I assume a ninja is pretty much, like, the equivalent of, like, what you think...
0: Like, SEAL Team 6 or something.
1: Right, right. Or, like, an American spy is. Like, yeah. Like, they're supposed to be, you know... Covert. Like, covert, like you know um incognito yeah. sort of thing you know a, a tale yeah of sorts exactly but apparently there's a ninja shortage
0: huh okay interesting i didn't know that was something they actually kept statistics on
1: <laughs> right i'm surprised that there's like a thing out like you like know?
0: whenever there's a census that goes out please mark ninja not ninja <laughs> how many people in your household are ninjas <laughs> and what do you got last
1: Oh, speaking of spies, child spies use only when very necessary. Says Downing Street.
0: It says Downing Street. So that sounds that sounds like a British thing. Child spies.
1: On oh, the Guardian.
0: Yeah. So that's that's Brit. Is that British? Yeah. The Guardian is is a uh, British or UK, one of those two. But yes. Huh. Child child spies. That's interesting.
1: Only used when absolutely necessary.
0: Only. Hmm. When absolutely necessary.
1: So like when is there an absolutely necessary time? To use a child spot. Like do you have some child villain go around threatening to kill people and you're like, all right, send in little Timmy to uh
0: Well Lynn, that's a really good question to ask because that's what we're gonna tell.
1: Oh oh. Yeah. Segways. Hey.
0: Segways are pretty good. We're finally
1: getting good at those, right? Hey, I'm Am trying.
0: <laughs> trying what are we doing here (laughs) well we're going to tell the story of child spies in england and what they're actually used for those very few times so Mm -hmm. so let's get into that so mi6 is the british intelligence agency that we all know from films such as the james bond franchise and everything like that right um what we didn't know about or what we are unaware of currently is that there's a division of mi6 specifically tailored to child spies. Mm. When I say child spies, I don't mean like 13, 14-year-old spies or like young adult spies. I'm talking toddlers.
1: Like two, three years old? Yeah, three,
0: four years old. Okay. Like they're still in diapers. Mm. But they've been trained since birth to be spies. So
1: they've been trained for like roughly three years?
0: Like they just pop out of the womb and they're like wheeled into like a firing range
1: they're given like a pipe and like a nice english suit and go hey here's here's a pistol learn how to shoot
0: yeah you you remember the movie kingsman yeah yeah it's basically like that except with babies
1: so what would be what would be like the equivalent like what's the name
0: uh gosh that's a good question the prince boys
1: the prince Boys.
0: kingsman prince boys <laughs> that's You've
1: heard of the kingsman well here are the, the prince, prince boys, boys.
0: <laughs> So, so yes, the Prince boys have been groomed since birth to be uh, to be England's last line of defense, mm. or the United Kingdom, excuse me, their last line of defense against any any uh, any foreign enemies mm-hmm. or anything like that. Okay. And uh, as I mentioned, they they've been brought up since birth. So, as I mentioned, they pop out of the womb. They go right they go right into training. You know, they start in the firing range where they're given a little. Uh, little ruger pistol that can barely fit in their hands
1: right any toy that they're given mm-hmm. is just a deadly weapon it's a deadly weapon you know that little t-rex that they have it's just you know you pop off the head it's a fucking knife
0: yeah and instead of like blocks once they graduate from the like the t-rex they mm. upgrade to like a butterfly knife that they're just like swinging around like <laughs> like <laughs> you've seen those people that just sling knives around right
1: right and they're like experts at it by the yep. age of like two and a half
0: oh no they're experts at it by like eight months <laughs> by by the baby's first birthday they're able to they're able to hit a target from 50 feet away and they're able to throw a knife and a throwing star and can uh and can talk and communicate in three different languages
1: you ever meet a baby that could kill somebody
0: actually i have you about to
1: son what's his name
0: (laughs) uh his name was his name was jackson
1: jackson yes his name was jackson all he was a serious baby.
0: He was a very serious baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um he his parents were spies. Mm-hmm. Um his mom was part of the the Queen's ladies.
0: Yes, the Queen's ladies.
1: <laughs> and uh the Kingsman was you know his dad was a Kingsman. Mm-hmm. And uh he was a he was a prince boy. Yeah. He was the prince boy. The prince boy. Jack was uh sent back in time to kill Hitler.
0: <laughs> so so the Kingsman and the prince boys have have developed the technology for time travel, have mm-hmm. they?
1: No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you hear about it all the time, right? But, like, they've had it.
0: Okay. They've
1: had it for a while. And they're like, hey, you know, like, who was not that great? Hitler. Let's just... Let's nip it in the butt.
0: <laughs> let's just use this technology that just... we've been lying about having for years on end and just use it to...
1: I mean, I'm not saying that they had it when it happened, because that would be fucking
0: Well, cruel. no, of course But not. they
1: had it, like, I would say 1999.
0: Really? That yeah, yeah. That... That long ago, yeah,
1: man, wow. like almost twenty years.
0: It's, it's a shame nothing happened with Y two K that like that would have caused that to go to go south.
1: Well, that's why they invented it at first.
0: Oh, wanted, to like, combat anything, so that if anything happened on Y two K, they could go back in and they time could go and go back fix it.
1: and be like, "Hey, you fuckers." <laughs> <laughs>
0: go back and be like <laughs> they could just break the computer that's like supposed to start the y2k virus Right, right, right. They, right. F- they find the one guy who was like behind all of it and just run into his apartment with a baseball bat and just destroy the computer as,
1: as the balls like counting down like three, three two, two one <laughs> and then he just fucking dies <laughs> by a bunch of babies <laughs> a bunch of two year. bunch of babies just murder someone yeah. and then go to bed
0: a bunch of babies just storm in his front door and it's just Goo goo gaga, ga.
1: like, like SWAT outfits and shit.
0: <laughs> no, it's remember it's the Prince baby, so they're all dressed in fancy suits and fancy shoes. Right, right. They have little bonnets. Yep, they have little bonnets. They're all car- they're all carrying little tiny umbrellas that turn into guns.
1: Their their pacifiers look like uh like little smoke pipes. <laughs>
0: they look like little pipes, and then when they pop them out, they can just they uh, they press a button and it turns into a small knife.
1: Right right right. Yep. There's knives everywhere. There's kn- they have knives everywhere are their person.
0: That, that's the one thing you'll learn about the about the prince boys is that knives are prevalent in every facet of their life.
1: They like to make sure people suffer.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So so the prince boys have been around for decades and have, you know, kept Britain safe from all these different things that have come up, you know, Y2K, everything like that. <laughs> Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> you know, the two things. Y two K and Hitler. Y two K and Hitler. <laughs> right, but uh, but re- but recently there's been another power that's come into play, and that's been a uh, a malevolent leader who is a five year old named Billy.
1: Billy's a fucking just he's just an asshole. He's man.
0: a wanker. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. He's a <laughs> you wanker. bloody wanker. He's a tosser, if you wish. <laughs> That's, that's like the nicer way of saying wanker, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Um, he's just a dick. Yeah, he's a, re- he's a he's a he's a prick. He's
0: a real asshole kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy just thought he could just take over the playground one day, mm-hmm. and the
0: and 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 mind you, all of the all the prince boys, they they have assimilated into society normally. They, I mean, outside of normal like normal life and normal schooling is where they do all their prince boy stuff.
1: Right, right, right. Reno, here comes here comes Billy. And he's just not cool with anybody. He mm-hmm. wants to be in charge of the entire playground.
0: Yeah. Every time they go out to recess, and Jackson's out there, Jackson climbs the, mon- climbs, the uh, climbs the monkey bars and all that, and then Jackson will, or Billy will push him off, and just you know, just, nah, nah, just nah, like, nah, nah. kick dirt
1: in his face. Yep. Give him nuggies. Yep. Try. It. He's giving some kids swirlies. Yeah. Just like a fucking. He he's he is like three. He's like as old as the other ones. He looks six.
0: Oh, Jesus. Like,
1: he's just a big baby. Like, you you look at him and you go, what happened when you came out of your mom? Did yeah. you just age three years immediately? Like, what?
0: The thing is, Billy was born 18 pounds, seven ounces.
1: That poor woman is <laughs> probably dead.
0: And his mom, his mom carried him to 12 months.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's medically pl- medically pos- possible.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure cause, can, like
0: can you carry a baby past a nine month term? It's not
1: recommended, obviously. Um, like because like if you're if you're late, right? Like if you're late with with birth, uh-huh. um, they will schedule they will schedule the birth, and if the kid doesn't come out by the time uh-huh. that scheduled birth is, they just C section and take you out. Okay. So like, what fucking cruel doctor was like? I oh, will see what happens.
0: Or the mom was like, no, keep him in there. Let. <laughs> Why does it sound Australian?
1: Because you're really bad at British I'm accents. I'm really bad I'm at British. I'm pretty sure we've done British accents on the show before and you're not
0: I'm not good at it. You're
1: not I like like you got work to do. You try uh, yeah. to do like the Cockney thing and it yeah. just turns Australian on you.
0: Yeah, I I should just avoid it. But uh but no, she was just the mother was just like, keep him in there, you know? He doesn't have to come out just yet. Let's see what
1: happens, man. Yeah,
0: let's let's just let's roll the dice. Let's see what happens.
1: People give up their spots for me on the bus, it's great. Yeah,
0: why why would I want to give that up?
1: come the 12 month mark people are just like whoa lady i see an actual arm who did
0: you (laughs) eat it's just waving out from under her skirt just like
1: hello oh god
0: (laughs) hey you said it
1: i didn't mean it like that i I more or less meant like you could see the baby within her belly oh i thought like popping out of her vag once in a while to get some fresh air and then going back in
0: listen you didn't you didn't specify
1: oh my god (laughs) so
0: you you threw the softball. I just hit it.
1: She's got to be smelly if that happens, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I, if something's just popping in and out of your your hoo ha. Oh man, we should stop talking. About I think vaginas. we're getting I think
0: we're getting off track.
1: Right. So Jackson, Jackson, and Billy. Jackson,
0: and Billy became very quick enemies.
1: Right. 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 In the school, and then one day they get assigned uh, a new project. Mm-hmm. That's what they call their missions. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't think of the word mission in time. And what do you know, Jackson and Billy are paired up with one another, mm-hmm. and they're like oh great i can't I can't bully you on this mission i gotta like take it seriously
0: right exactly. i got
1: I gotta be super serious with this. I gotta do my job or I get fired, which is like not ideal as a baby <laughs> and uh they have to work together. They yeah. have to work together to take down kim jong un
0: <laughs> <laughs> kim jong un."
1: Oh God, we're gonna die!
0: I mean, North
1: you know, Korea is gonna hear this, and we're gonna die. Yeah,
0: listen, I really don't think anybody in North Korea is listening to our show. I, if uh, if they,
1: I'm, I'm not saying that a citizen. I'm saying the came, North Korean government.
0: They're definitely not listening. They are. They've probably blocked all of the ways they could possibly listen to our show. But, uh, but so the interesting thing was, okay, they were so. You mentioned that they're assigned to take him on. Is this mm-hmm. a spy school? Is this a school for spies?
1: Isn't that Isn't that what the prince boys are all about?
0: Well, no, the thing is Billy is not a prince boy. The thing with Billy is Oh. Billy is actually KGB.
1: Holy shit. Billy, double agent. Billy
0: is a double agent. He is he is pretending to be a prince boy prince boy reject but he actually is working for the kgb because once he was once he was kicked out of the prince boys he, w- he was kicked out because he was actually a little too gruff and a little too muscular for the prince boys the mm-hmm. prince boys have to attain a very specific image and right. billy couldn't do that okay so they they unfortunately had to let him go but then after that the russian government found out and they're like this is ex- this is exactly what we need we need-
1: I know why you chose KGB now, because <laughs> you're you have a decent Russian accent. It's not, it's not bad. <laughs> anyway, continue, Russian boy.
0: <laughs> we we need to diversify our assets. We need to uh, we need to look at all options, including child spies, and see what we can possibly do. So so that's why they went after Billy. They went after Billy because he was he was big and strong, and could knock kids off a swing set.
1: And Billy kicked ass at their program. Oh, yeah. He was the top child at Borschtland. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he actually beat a uh, a bear cub in a wrestling match.
1: Yeah, because um, there's also a bear spy school in Russia. <laughs> bear spy school? Yeah, yeah. they couldn't recruit enough people because it's too cold. No one wants so, to leave their house. So they just found so bears. So they found bears and recruited them, and there's bear spies in Russia.
0: Fair enough, okay, yeah, yeah so so Billy and Jackson are tasked with this project to uh to take out Kim jong un, yes, and both both Billy and Jackson have their own have their own specific motives in this whole thing Okay. Jackson's is to save the world Billy's is to uh is to eliminate Jackson by whatever means necessary,
1: right because Jackson was the top agent mm-hmm. And uh, Prince boys, so yes. taking out Jackson would really knock him down a peg or two. Yeah, and he thought, hey, while I'm at it, maybe I can try and take over North Korea. You know, yeah, go back to Putin or whoever, and <laughs> and be like, hey, you asked for a dead three year old, I got you, North Korea. me <laughs> cut that part out.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's he didn't he didn't die. Let's let's we'll we'll give a little spoiler alert. Nobody dies. No, and I'm
1: not saying I'm not saying I want the kid to die. No, I know you're not. But I'm, you know what I mean. Like Billy I know thought you mean. like, oh, I was I was put to do this one task. Yeah. I'm gonna go above and beyond. And give you this. And so I can get that gold star All right. show my mommy. That gold
0: star and that gold borscht.
1: I want that gold borscht because <laughs> I'm a good borscht.
0: Oh boy. So they Billy and Jackson devise a plan. Right. They devise a plan that they're going to sneak into North Korea right. by flying to South Korea mm-hmm. and crawling across the border. Because they're still children. They're still.
1: Yeah, they're not going to get shot. They're
0: still innocent looking children. They'll crawl to the border. They'll just goo goo gaga.
1: And the soldier's going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. And they're going to be like, I don't know, man. Put it in like an orphanage or something. You know, let's just start it there.
0: Yeah. So so they get taken in, they get taken into this orphanage, and then they manage to break their way out very easily, because mm-hmm. all the tools at their disposal. So uh, as well as their pacifiers being knives, okay. their pacifiers also had lasers in them. So they were able to... Laser knives. <laughs> yes. So they were able to cut out with a laser, they were able to cut out holes in the glass windows with a laser and crawl out the windows and uh, leave the orphanage. Right. Um, and then also... Inside their uh inside their little pacifiers they had a little uh there was basically a supercomputer built into their pacifiers. Mm-hmm. So that way whenever they put it in their mouth, like a HUD would show up across their eyes that they could like see all this stuff and all this data and everything. Oh, man,
1: I want to be a King Boy.
0: <laughs> Prince Boy.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Prince Boy? Yes.
0: But uh but yeah, so so they had all this uh, they had all these all this technology and they were able to figure out, okay, where exactly is Kim Jong un right now?
1: Their booties had little suction cups on them, so they could walk up walls and stuff yeah. like that. Their diapers, um, they never. Ha- Here's the thing: being a prince boy, mm-hmm. you get access to uh, the top-notch diapers, in which it's just a fucking toilet on your butt.
0: Wait, really? They developed that technology?
1: Yeah. Oh man, I want a, I want a toilet diaper. I want a toilet diaper too. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm 20, almost 25 years old. I want that.
1: <laughs> Give me that toilet diaper, boy.
0: So they find Kim Jong Un's whereabouts, right? And they make their way over. Okay, they sneak into the palace where he's where he's staying, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and uh, and they eventually come up to. They eventually find him in his you know, in his war room, basically where he's you know, plotting his next his next ventures and plotting what he wants to do next. Okay, and so Billy and Jackson both step in, and they break the door down, and they confront him. They're now they're both holding their pacifiers with their knives out. And they're just they just say, Kim Jong un, your time is up.
1: Kim Jong un just kinda looks at him and goes, I don't I don't think I speak English. I don't think he speaks English. He's he
0: just looks over at just kinda back and both of them.
1: Like, huh. Yeah. And then just kinda huh. goes back to work. Yeah. And the the soldiers start swarming the babies because obviously Kim Jong un's like, I don't know, like, kill him, I guess. Yeah. And uh the soldiers swarm around uh Billy and Jackson.
0: And then what ensues next is basically, um, if anybody has seen Star Wars The Last Jedi, the not remade version of it, um, basically you'll see the scene in the throne room with uh, Kylo Ren and Daisy Ridley and Ray.
1: Right,
0: and, right, right. And, uh, that's basically what happens is they just... They just kick ass. They just mow down every single soldier that comes in. Right, right. These and two then, little babies. And then
1: Kim Jong-un's like, what? The... What?
0: So then both Jackson and Billy are standing there. They're both holding their little... They're tiny little pistols mm-hmm. at him, and then all of a sudden Jackson's like, "All right, you're coming with us," and then uh, and then Billy drops his drops his his fake accent and uh, and goes, "Not so fast, Jackson."
1: And Jackson goes, "Bagey, <gasps> Billy,", <P-G>, Billy.
0: <laughs> and then po- and then Jack and then Billy points his gun at Jackson and is like, "Listen here, you little twerp. He's mine, but you are not going to take him." I'm supposed to bring you back to Russia with me, alive or dead. I'd prefer alive, but, but, you know.
1: Billy. KG Billy. (laughs)
0: That's actually his nickname, KG KG Billy.
1: Billy. (laughs) It's a really good nickname. Billy, why, why would you do this?
0: My, my home was taken from me when I was very young. Billy. Um, My mother and father.
1: Billy, you're three. (laughs)
0: It was a long time ago. My mother and father put me, put me into orphanage when I was very young.
1: But you're three. You're, you're pretty young, really. They
0: didn't want me, so they put me into orphanage. I was not like the other children. I was bigger, faster, stronger than all of them.
1: Did you say best or faster? Faster. What, what's with this accent? You're from, like, you're from England.
0: I'm not from England. I'm from Russia.
1: Since when?
0: Since I was born, Jackson.
1: When were you born? And meanwhile, Jackson's kind of like inching his way closer to Kim (laughs) Jong-un. Like trying to complete his mission and then he'll take care of Billy. Yeah.
0: And Billy's like, I'm five years old.
1: But I thought you were three.
0: I was, I'm five. I lied about my age as well. I, I tend not to keep personal details.
1: Billy. KG, Billy. Do you mind if I call your kid, you cagey Billy?
0: Or whatever.
1: <laughs> D- what? 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 What do you get out of this, buddy? I don't know. You don't know.
0: I really don't know.
1: Then, uh, then why do it?
0: It's the only thing I know how to do.
1: It's all can, I've been trained to do. You can, you can, you can do it in in Britain. I can. Where it's you know not cold all the time. Still not that great, but it's not. Raising her ass off.
0: Do I have to fight bear?
1: I don't think there's bears in Brit- like maybe in like zoos, but you don't gotta fight zoo bears.
0: Then count me in.
1: All right, and then Jackson turns around and just fucking shoots Kim Jong Un in the <laughs> face.
0: Okay, now North Korea is really coming after me.
1: No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> and with that, after after uh, Jackson kills Kim Jong Un. He runs over to his new friend, Billy, and gives him a high five. Like, real cool. And he's like, all right, buddy. Are you ready for for some chocolate chip cookies and warm milk?
0: (laughs) Da, Is what what Billy replies.
1: And then uh, Jackson goes, all righty. And he he gets out. He's got a little backpack on. And, like, he just pulls out, like, a neat tray of, like, you know, this huge thing of cookies and, like, two glasses of milk uh-huh. and uh, then he pulls up two chairs and a and little table and places them down and pats the one chair for, for Billy to sit in. So when Billy sits in the chair, Jackson hops in his and right, just right in the background, right where you, like, imagine, you know, a pan out mm-hmm. and you just see Kim Jong-un's body on the floor <laughs> and they're just eating cookies, having a good time.
0: <laughs> the end
1: the end
0: Well, that was uh that was interesting. That
1: was very interesting. That was very
0: interesting. That was that was fun. That was a fun little story. Yeah. It was fun to to make children, you know, super spice.
1: Be the KG Billy to my Jackson.
0: Oh, I'm Yes, I will be your KG Billy. <laughs> I still I still got work on that accent. It's oh not my great. Oh
1: god. It's not great. Anyway. Anyway. I think it's time to cut the break.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's time to take a break. Uh, we got another shout out for another show I'm going to do this week and some other stuff. So,
1: uh,
0: so, uh, so we're going to take a break. Uh, we will see you after that with another story. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey guys Evan here just wanted to take this week's break to uh, shout out another friend of ours and shout out another podcast that has just recently started up that we think uh, that we think you'd be interested in this one is a little bit more of a niche podcast but uh, but it's definitely one that's that's really really interesting and we really like and is a good friend of ours and we want to share the spotlight with them so this week's shout out goes to the never done again podcast. This podcast is an extension of the Never Done Again blog written by Kat Aldrich. Kat Aldrich is a Lehigh Valley blogger who has written for years extensively about the Lehigh Valley Pennsylvania improv co- comedy community. And she has now decided to start a podcast about, uh, about the improv comedy community here in the Lehigh Valley. So if you've seen her blog before, um, which is actually neverdoneagain.wordpress.com, she does a lot of interviews and a lot of articles about different shows and different people that are involved in the Lehigh Valley comedy scene. So now she started a podcast with herself and her co-host slash producer, Joe Rovner. Joe is a also local improv comedian who's done some who's done a lot of projects. I've actually worked with him in the past on a team. And these two have created a podcast talking about all things they have out of the improv comedy. And it's a really fun podcast to listen to. They've just put out their first episode a couple of weeks ago, detailing a whole bunch about what they want to do and a lot of things they got in the pipeline. So definitely recommend you guys check it out. Check out what they got going on. So you can actually find it on YouTube. Uh, it's the Never Done Again podcast. Just search that, and you'll find it there. And uh, I believe they're looking to release episodes every month, so stay tuned for that. And give them a listen. Let them know. Uh, let them know you found out about them from Read Between. Also, this week, wanted to give a shout out to a good friend of mine, James Anderson. James. Uh, James is the host of Unabashedly Obsessed. He has another podcast along with Unabashedly Obsessed called Blink and You'll Miss It. Blink and You'll Miss It is a Blink One Eighty Two Discography podcast. That uh, that goes through the entire catalog of Blink-182, Boxcar Racer, and Plus 44, and going through all those songs track by track, sometimes with guests, uh, including myself. I've guested on a few episodes and uh, and will be featured later on in this first season. It's a great podcast, really short episodes, quick listens one of those great podcasts to sit and binge for a couple hours so you can check that podcast out on itunes Um, it's also available uh, on blink226racer.wordpress.com you can find the blog there which has all the different episodes and everything like that so make sure you give that a listen so that's going to do it for shout outs this week so uh, let's go back to the show and let's tell another story And we are back from break. It was a good break. It was a productive break, wasn't it? What did you do? Uh I did a I did a promo. I did a mid I did a uh I did like ad not necessarily ad reads, but I gave shout outs. That's nice. Which is fun. What did you do?
1: I ran a marathon. What? Yeah, I ran a marathon. We
0: were we were gone like five minutes.
1: No no no, I ran a marathon. What the hell? <laughs> yeah.
0: Man, I'm out of shape.
1: I'm not, because I just ran a marathon. Okay, I get it. You ran a marathon. Within this time period, now I ran a triathlon.
0: Okay, now you're just lying, because you're literally sitting in front no, of no, me. No,
1: no, no, I did it.
0: All right, well, while the Flash here figures out what she needs to do, and uh, figures out how... I'm
1: not the Flash, I'm just an amazing human being.
0: Wow, okay. I'm very confused. I'm thoroughly confused with this bit and where it's going.
1: I'm thoroughly con I can't say it <laughs> exactly Because you want to know why I'm so tired from my marathon and my triathlon. <sighs> oh, Jesus Christ, so
0: all right, so with that being said, uh for this <laughs> for the second half of the episode here, now that Lynn's done with her bits, uh it's not a bit it's, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What what we like to do here in the second half of our episodes, I use a website called com, And on that website, there is a book title generator. And with that, we're going to go through, we're going to spin on some genres of books, and it'll give us some randomly generated titles. We'll pick a few that we like, and then choose one to ultimately tell the story behind us. So, Lynn, is there a particular genre you want to focus on today? Action. Action. All right. So adventure, basically. Yeah, same so. thing. Alright, so let's go. One, two, three. Okay. So there's there's a couple in here that I like that I want to just... I'll, I'll give to you and then you tell me which one you like. Do out it. Here. So I like Hunters Without Courage, Horses and Lords, <laughs> and Women and Gangsters.
1: Okay. As well
0: as Completion of Insanity.
1: Whoa, that's a lot to unpack right there.
0: Is there one out of that that you like?
1: Hmm. I say spin again.
0: Spin again. All right. Okay. So we have robot with determination, snakes and boys, cats and invaders.
1: Snakes some boys.
0: Snakes and boys. Okay. Cats and invaders. Battle the west and leading the east. Those feel like the that feels like two parts to the same story.
1: I was about to ask: Is that like is that like just a really long title? No, or? it's
0: two separate titles. I kind of like snakes and boys.
1: I think we did a snake episode. Did we already? Like a couple couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. I Feel like we did, or maybe that was before the break.
0: All right, let me. I'll spin again. Okay. Because some of these aren't that. <laughs> uh. All right, here we go. Strangers and owls praise the demons.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Girl of the curse. Uh snakes of dusk, uh thieves and butchers. <laughs> and did I say wolves over the wolves of earth, wolves of earth?
1: No, you did not. Okay. I quite like thieves of thieves of butcher thieves, thieves, and, and, but- butchers. thieves My and butchers, thieves and butchers. I like that.
0: I kind yeah, I kinda like that too. Should we stick with that?
1: Let's stick with that.
0: All right. So for the first and last time we present to you the story of thieves and butchers.
1: So, the small town of Butcheteria they were known to steal from the farmers and give to the soup kitchens yes they they kind of cut out the middleman in in uh production
0: yeah it was it was very much a Robin Hood scenario where right.
1: but it didn't need to be a Robin Hood scenario. It's mm-hmm. like just why, like, yeah, why are you stealing my cow
0: yeah i mean and and they weren't. It's not like they were taking butchered cows. They were taking live cows.
1: Yeah. And then getting them butchered. Yeah. (laughs) Like fucked up shit, man.
0: Yeah. It's and and unfortunately there was it was one thief in particular. It was it was one thief whose name whose name was. um, Gosh, I can't think of it. Who was it?
1: Hoodie Robinson.
0: (laughs) Hoodie Hoodie Robinson.
1: Yeah. 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 Yes. So (laughs) good old hoodie.
0: Good old hoodie. Good, good old Hoodie was the one that uh that was responsible for all this. Right. He he grew up in, you know, in a poor neighborhood and and wanted to give back. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the only way he knew how to do so was to was to steal.
1: Yeah, yeah. So never give back to that one person. Yeah. But everyone else gets a tiny little piece yeah. of that person's stuff. Exactly. Right.
0: Yeah. So so Hoodie Robinson Hoodie Robinson made it his life's mission to steal all of the cows from the entire surrounding era, area mm-hmm. and give them to the local soup kitchens and put mm-hmm. all the butchers out of business. But uh, but there was one butcher in particular that kept very, very good care of his farm and wasn't going to let anybody take any of his cows.
1: Yeah, good old Grom Thrutch.
0: <laughs> Grom Thrutch.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good name. Grom, it's it's Grom a family name.
0: Oh yes, the Thrutch family. The Thrutch. The family. Thrutch family, seven generations of butchers, yeah. is the is in the Thrutch family. Mm-hmm. You had you had Grom, Grom is the latest generation. Mm-hmm. Grim was the previous, then Gram. then Grim. then Greem,
1: mm-hmm. then Groom, then Groom, and, and then, then, then what, one more. Grime. Grime, yeah, Grime. grime Forgot yeah. about old good old Grime. Yeah, that good old grimy man. Yeah,
0: so seven seven generations of. Thrutch? I stop? maybe thrutch. thrutch thrutch should i stop and we listen back no
1: and... we'll go with thrutch. thrutch we just can't forget this time yes <laughs>
0: thrutch wow we said it 30 seconds previously uh. and we forget
1: <laughs> it's not a word it's not it's
0: not really a word i think it was thrutch i'm
1: gonna say it's thrutch thrutch
0: yes so so great so grom thrutch grom thrutch right it was grom thrutch
1: why can't you remember his beautiful name? It was Grom.
0: Grom Thretch. Grom Thretch. Yes. Good old
1: Grom Thretch, the thief butcher.
0: Yes, the the thief butcher. He he had actually started out life as a thief. But mm-hmm. then but then changed his ways, realized he could make more money by just actually, you know, being a real butcher and helping people mm-hmm. as opposed to taking from people. Right. He could actually, you know, he he act, he always wanted to help people, mm-hmm. but he thought the way to do so was to steal and then he didn't realize until later in life that that wasn't going to get you anywhere. So.
1: Right. So he started stealing or butchering.
0: He started butchering what other people stole, actually. Mm-hmm. He stole back what thieves stole from other butchers and then butchered that so stuff. The thief,
1: just to get this straight for everyone, the yeah. thief would steal and then give to the butcher. The butcher would then give back, including for, to the person wh- who was originally stolen from.
0: So the thief would steal from a butcher who was unrelated to Throm. Uh, duh and then and then the throm, uh, why throm are you going w-
1: with his last name
0: Gr- grom thrutch it's thrutch <laughs> i said throm i
1: <laughs> he's got a beautiful name use it thrutch no grom
0: thrutch <laughs> grom thrutch is his name <laughs>
1: probably changed like 12 times <laughs> I know.
0: Grom Grom Thrutch would then steal from the thief who stole from another butcher so that he could help other people
1: but how did Grom get oh I see what you he mean stole he stole from the, the thieves me. yes okay because I, I was thinking in the way that like the thieves gave to, it to Grom to butcher uh huh yeah it's his name Grom
0: it's, his name is Grom we're really getting off track
1: here. oh shit
0: this was a anyway. bad idea
1: Grom was good. Yes, Grom was good. He was putting a dent in the Thieves Guild. Yes. And um, they were getting a little worried. They are like, what the fuck are we going to do?
0: And Hoodie Robinson was a leader of this guild.
1: Yeah, Hoodie was like, man, I'm I'm losing some, some steam with my group. I'm all out
0: of ideas, man.
1: I mean, I can keep stealing, but what is, what, what's that going to do?
0: I'm just going to get stolen from more and more. What am I right, supposed right,
1: to right. do? So he, he's decided, he's like, you know what? We're going to catch... This thief of thieves. Yes. And then we're going to sit him down and be like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) We're going to have a real stern talking with him.
1: Right, right, right. So they set up a trap. Mm -hmm. May 28th of 1807. 1807, yes. Was the day of of the farm animals. Yes. Hoodie Robinson and his group stole 50 cows... 25 chickens, 13 goats, 12 turkeys, 12 turkeys, and about five horses, mm-hmm. you know, for for good luck. Right. And put them all in their little thieves' den. And it smelled.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then in the corners hid Hoodie Robinson and his thieves' guild. Because yes. by now, um,. Grom had been stealing from them so much that the the num- numbers have definitely dwindled mm. with the Thieves Guild. And it was about, I would say, roughly 25 people. Mm-hmm. So they all just kind of like crouched around stuff and hid in the corner. And, right. You know, just make sure that they were nice and hid. Mm-hmm. And they waited. And waited. And waited. And waited. Wait a little bit longer.
0: Until Grom finally emerged from his home. Two weeks later. Two weeks later. <laughs> They sit, They sat outside, and they they feasted on. Uh, it smelled
1: on, like shit in that room. It
0: really did. But luckily, they had they had leftover, you know, they had leftover bread from weeks prior. They weren't eating any of the meat because they didn't want to use any of that. That no, was no, no, no. They couldn't. That was to feed the people, mm-hmm. so they couldn't eat any of that. So they just they they survived on bread and rainwater for two weeks mm-hmm. until Grom finally emerged from his from his home to notice that his entire field was empty. No,
1: Grom, Grom was like, these bastards. Mm-hmm. These.
0: He, he knew exactly what happened.
1: These little...
0: These punks. These
1: little duty butts. I
0: don't think punks was a word back then.
1: I feel like Grom would use the word punk to would. describe punks. Yeah. I think he would use that. Yeah. Seems like the kind of man that would do that. Yeah. So Grom comes walking in. And he doesn't even try to steal. He just stands there mm-hmm. real tall mm-hmm. and shouts into the, the room. I know you guys are here. Come out and face me like real people do. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of like peek their heads up.
0: There's just like 30 of them that just peek their head up. <laughs> and just like, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, where is your leader?
0: And then Hoodie Robinson jumps out from behind, from behind and flips over the top and lands on his feet. He's standing there just triumphantly. and It is I, Hoodie Robinson, the leader of this merry band of thieves.
1: And then Grom cuts him off in the middle of a sentence and just pushes him up against the wall. And he's like, man, what the fuck? Why did you steal my, my, my farm animals?
0: And Hoodie, and Hoodie Robinson says, well, it's to help the people. The people need food. I am
1: a person. I am a people.
0: You are hoarding all of these animals away from the people that could be fed. There's plenty of people here that they
1: were it. gonna have their time, not the horses. He shouldn't eat horses, but they were gonna be in their own time. Look, I'm a free range.
0: Look, we, these people don't have time to wait. We have families with children waiting and starving for food.
1: You know, you know what, hoodie? They wouldn't be starving if you would just stop stealing people's animals. Yeah, that's right. Sigh. Who's the real monster here?
0: And so they both kind of stood there in a stalemate, just...
1: Grom just grimacing the... Well, not grimacing, but like... Sneering. Sneering the entire time. Cody
0: doing the same thing. Because they both were in the wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, Grom was was hoarding animals and wasn't, you know, wasn't butchering them. He was just... He became too attached.
1: Right, right. They all had their own name. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's when someone pops up and goes... What if we all became vegetarians?
0: <laughs> and then, and then, hoodie looked back and was like, "What do you mean vegetarians?"
1: Well, you know, like we could use cows and chickens and and you know, have, make milk and and have eggs, but but you know, just not eat meat. Like, still do the dairy stuff, but not eat the meat. That's. I hear it's like good for your heart or something.
0: I never thought of that idea.
1: Yeah, I know. No one did till now. That was me. I that was me hi. Persephone <laughs> over here. Thought of the idea.
0: Now the th- the the whole thing with Persephone is that Persephone has brought up this uh has brought up this idea at numerous uh uh Thief, thieve guild meetings. Thief meetings. I was about yeah. To say. yeah. It's appeared. It, her her request has appeared in the minutes of every thief thieves guild meeting for at least a decade.
1: Right, and everyone was just like, Persephone, there's no such thing." Yeah, you fool.
0: We 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 have animals for meat. There's nothing else they can provide.
1: And then she was like, "Yeah, but I haven't eaten like an animal in like twelve years, and I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm fine."
0: <laughs> and so, and so, uh, Hoodie Robinson was. Was think thought long and hard about that and was thought, Maybe this could work. Maybe this is something we could try, you know. It can save a lot of people.
1: And and Grom kinda nodded his head and he goes, You know, I've got a couple acres in the back of my farm. I could convert that into a a nice little patch of land for vegetables to grow. Maybe a community garden of some sort.
0: Yeah. And then Hoodie Robinson says that's a good idea.
1: You know, if you wanna come over and pick some of my fruits and distribute them.
0: And we'll and we'll come over and help you tend to the cows and the chickens and Yeah. And the turkeys and everything.
1: Yeah, man. And Grom puts out his hand.
0: And Hoodie puts out his hand.
1: And they do a nice good clap and shake. <laughs> and Persephone goes, Yeah, I have friends that are vegetarian now. I can start my blog finally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and by blog, it was just basically—it was like a
1: newsletter she sent out. Yeah, it was
0: just sheets of paper that she would just send out to the village every yeah. like every three weeks. You know,
1: try and draw herself, giving her little blurb on it. Yeah, like like kind of like vlog style. If you were like, take a screenshot. People <laughs> like, well, Persephone's really into this vegetarian thing, huh? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But then everybody actually, that village ended up being one of the longest, like the. One of the healthiest villages in the entire land because yeah. everybody switched to being a vegetarian.
1: In, I think I called it a budgetaria or something. Mm-hmm. I gave it a name at some point. It was budgetaria. It was a budgetaria? Yeah, All right. don't me. Budgetaria is still around today mm-hmm. and it's still the healthiest place to live.
0: But it has recently been renamed. To what? Vegetaria.
1: Oh, snap. And guess what? Persephone the eighty fifth is queen.
0: She is queen. She's still alive, thanks to the magic of vegetarianism.
1: Oh, oh, Persephone the first is still alive.
0: Yeah, she's still alive. Shit. She's still kicking. But all the Good all the Persephones, her. first through eighty fifth, are still alive.
1: Oh, dang.
0: Yeah. Vegetarianism is real, folks. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: The end? The end. All right. All right.
0: That was uh that was quite a story. I liked it. I did too. That was that was good. That my was my
1: favorite was Persephone and that guy I can't remember. Gr- <laughs> Grom Grom Thrutch, <laughs> sure. Grom Thrutch. I named him and I can't.
0: Our listeners are probably going to hear three different names They're and be very be confused.
1: Like, Dude, these people are bad with consistency. And guess what? You are right because yeah. I gave a character a name that's not even a name.
0: Yep, yep, folks. So. Welcome to my brain. Yes, welcome to our <laughs> brains. Well, I think that's uh, that's pretty much it for today. I mean, we uh, told two stories. We did our thing, you know?
1: Yeah, we did We did the podcasting We did thing. the
0: podcasting thing.
1: Evan, where can people find you?
0: Yes, uh, so people can find me on Twitter at E underscore Williamson 93. I'm posting my thoughts and rambles over there on a regular basis. I'm trying to do more of that. Um, if you're ever in the Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania area looking for some good comedy shows, you can find me every second and fourth Saturday as part of the Improv Comedy Power Hour at Steelstacks Stacks in Bethlehem, PA. Uh, we do, I'm with the team four eyes and there's also another team super taster that are steel stacks is house teams. So if you're interested in that show or any other shows going on at steel stacks, go to www.steelstacks.org slash comedy for more information. And Lynn, where can people find you?
1: I'm simple. Go to Ann Lynn at A Y N N E L N N on Twitter. And that's where I am. Cool. I go there the most. I haven't been tweeting much lately. I've kind of been taking my break on on the internets and just bruising.
0: Yeah, being a lurker. All
1: right, but I'll probably come back eventually, probably yeah. soon, knowing me. Um, and that's pretty much all I do. Whenever I do anything online, that's where I post it. Yeah. Um, um. We have another podcast.
0: Yes, which actually we're going to be releasing the next episode of, This Friday.
1: Yes. yes. I had to think about that yes. for a moment. This, this Friday. Uh, this Friday. I'm doing it a little bit earlier to make up for like the three month break we had mm-hmm. yeah um and this episode it's it's our podcast if you're interested is called nostalgia cops yes um and it's where we go back and we re- re-watch old childhood shows that we may know a lot about and may not know a lot about and and then we kind of critique it through a an adult's eye yes and, and this week we're doing uh totally spies yes which Evan didn't really watch as a kid
0: no never did so. ne- don't really remember watching it so So it'll definitely be an interesting listen. So if you want to listen to our other episodes of that show, which are the first one was about Dexter's laboratory. And the second one was about code Mm Lyoko. You can find those shows on iTunes, Stitcher or uh, Spotify actually. And speaking of this show, you can find read between, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google play. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, as well as our uh, website on pinecast. Mm -hmm. So there's plenty of places to check out this show. Um, also, you can find us on social media using uh, Twitter. You can find us at ReadBetweenCast. You can find us on Instagram at ReadBetweenCast. And you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ReadBetweenCast.
1: Hey, if you got like something you want to send us, by the yeah. way, uh, we, got, we got an email we that we like email. to throw out once in a while. Yeah, it's called rebetweencast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah. Send us your uh, send us your comments. Send us your feedback. Send us your ideas. Um, and if we use one of your ideas on the show, we'll make sure to give throw you some credit and uh, yeah. make sure you uh, you are known to everybody that listens to the show. So all uh, 20 of them. I'm <laughs> oh, there's more than that. There's there more is than more than that. Yeah.
1: I love all of you. You're all wonderful. Yes,
0: you are all wonderful. And with that being said, I think we're going to end it here for this week. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will see you guys on Friday for the next episode of Nostalgia Cops. And uh, and we will see you next Monday with a brand new episode of Read Between. So take care. Have a great week. See you. Bye. Bye.